Round and round it goes, Trip. Round and round it goes the free agency carousel as the money flows and flows. Up and down, left and right, north, south, bus and flight. They will roam and eventually they will find a new home. I should be a poet. Look at that. Maybe, uh, speaking of poets, maybe the Ravens will sign uh, Lamar Jackson or something. Who knows? But, uh, whew, it's been a whirlwind free agency. And uh, I think we're ready to uh, tackle it. What do you say? Four, three, two, one. My favorite weapon is a tank. I'm going to open up a bank account just for this league. Eh, don't question my methods. I was riding the market while I was hot. Take my balls, not my pick. <laughs> and of course, by work-life balance, you mean dynasty life balance. I, I'm blown away. I'm blown away. When your world revolves around fantasy football, dynasty is life. Whoo! Well, well, welcome in. Very nice, Paul. I, You know, that was all freeform. Just... Uh, as the kids call it, freestyling. I know. I wasn't expecting it. I thought we were taking a little dinner break, and then it, it my earphones just lit up. Yeah, I just started the episode. I got that sweet little sound bite. Um, thanks, Adobe Stock. <laughs> <laughs> Inspiration strikes. Exactly. You never know when it's going to hit you. Free agency's been crazy. Yes. Um, some good things for my team have occurred. Um I am particularly a big fan of the current state of the Bears running back room. <laughs> uh, I, I will say that I've been waiting for Khalil Herbert to have his time. And I'm so scared that they're not going to give it to him. They're going to take like somebody else. You're not worried about Dante Foreman? I'm not. I think wow. that I think that he serves a different purpose than Khalil Herbert. He tweeted, I came here to be the guy. Like or I went yeah. I picked a team based on Having opportunity. Well, listen, if he takes over and he is the guy, then I still have the guy. Exactly. It's worked out pretty well for me. But that's also why I love the state of the Bears running back room. The funny thing about this occurrence is last year you had Christian McCaffrey and <laughs> the Panthers signed Dante Foreman shoring up your Carolina running back room. And now Dante Foreman gets signed by the Bears shoring up your Chicago running back room. So he's been uh, making some free agency moves to your liking these last couple of years. Listen, uh, I was high on him coming out of Texas. So yeah. it's just, it's about time he yeah. uh, delivered for me, you know, yeah. after all those years of hardship. That's all I have to say about that. Yeah. I think I got a little bit of small draft value for swinging. Yeah. Back at one you. point, at one point I had to win him back from you for, you I have think, had a, your eye on move, him for a while, a move from, well, he was on my team for a while. And then I had to drop him cause you know how things go and the guy's not playing yet. But anyway, not a not a big move. It all worked out. He's been an elephant for a while, as we predicted. I ended up with the 49ers running back room. (laughs) This worked out really well. It's all it's all. I'm very happy about all of it. Um, I'm things can only change for the worse for me. I think from here on out, though, because some of these people are going to draft. I just I'm not convinced. You know, with like. Not necessarily convinced with the Bears. Like I, I be, wouldn't be shocked if they took a rookie. Yeah, the to NFL pair with these guys. NFL draft is not 
usually a good time for your yeah. current roster. Yeah. Usually a couple yeah. guys become Especially a running relevant. back because nobody nobody cares who's <sighs> there. That's true. You know? That's like, sad, but it's true. You can, you can get a discount in the third or the fourth round, pay a third or fourth round rookie. It's just all about fresh legs and production a lot of times these days. So, anyway. But, still, happy with how that shook out. What about you? You got any, any free agency moves that you uh, are, were particularly notable, impactful, if you will? Yes, I think the the signing that, yeah that maybe has gone under the radar, uh, but to me is it is a huge signing um, and is going to help anybody on the Cincinnati Bengals offense. They took the starting left tackle from their rival Chiefs and put oh, him yeah. on a team that has a terrible <laughs> protection for Joe Burrow and these elite receivers. So to me. That signing is just going to make the Bengals' offense that much better, and people were already trying to acquire T. Higgins, Joe Burrow, Jamar Chase, whoever their running back is going to be. I'm definitely keeping my eye out for what happens in that running back room now if yeah. anything goes to Joe Mixon. But signing Orlando sounds like, Brown Jr. Sounds like Mixon's out of trouble. Like, he's going to be okay. It'll be his running back room. Yeah, they'll need somebody else, though, maybe but like a, a specialty bruiser fair. or he's pass catcher. Yeah, like a, if, if – they even drafted like a, a Jameer Gibbs or something, somebody who can catch passes out of the backfield. I think that's a really huge signing for all the fantasy players on Cincinnati and for just the power in the AFC. I don't, think, yeah. I don't know that shifts them above the Chiefs, but that's a, that's a hit. True, true. Yeah, I wouldn't be surprised to see the Bengals bring in somebody fresh either. Mixon's still surprisingly young though for how long he's been in the league. He's still only twenty six years old. Yep. Um. I think what's what's interesting is sort of the lack of speaking of running backs, the lack of interesting moves at running back by the Dolphins leads yeah. me to believe that they're potentially going to be one of those teams that drafts a guy like a Jameer Gibbs. Wouldn't that be great? Oh. Wouldn't that be just fantastic, <laughs> Mister Pick One Hundred Two? That would be lovely. God. In that speaking of that same division, you obviously got the Rodgers thing, but also the Patriots uh with uh letting Damian Harris go and bringing in James Robinson. Yeah. That has Cal gunning for uh a return <laughs> of James Robinson to his roster. I'm just honestly I, I probably gave up too much for James Robinson, but I'm just a believer in the guy. Like somehow barring, you know, when he's come back in record time from an Achilles injury. Yeah. Barring that time, he's just always proven everybody wrong yeah. since the minute he got in the league. And so part of me thinks that there's a chance that, you know, listen, Ramadre's a bruiser of a running back. Like, he could easily easily get hurt for a couple of games, and James Robinson becomes a stud for me for three, four games of the season, which is all I really need out of him. Um so I, I I liked that 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 affected me a little bit a little little shake up there in the AFC East. Yeah, Damian Harris gets a little bump with that move too. You gotta you gotta think. Yep, yep. I also think what's really underrated, and this one stands out to me as an Eagles fan, but for Najee Harris, just the fact that Nate Herbig and Isaac Samalu signed with the Steelers, that's gonna that's gonna help that's him huge. out big time, man. Yeah, those guys can block in the run game. Yeah. And they're going to get a little bit older, a little bit more experienced. They got weapons on the outside. People will be sleeping on the Steelers, man. Their offensive line has been 
awful. So I agree it's with you. Bad. It's funny how both of our big signings are offensive linemen. <laughs> offensive line affects the running game. Yeah. That's for sure. There's um there are some teams where it's like, you know, quarterback vacancy is so large that you just sort of know, you know, with like the Panthers, obviously the Colts. Colts, yes. I think are just guaranteed to take one of these guys. Panthers and Colts. So that's going to shape those teams yep. in an interesting way. And it's for me, it's like, where does Anthony Richardson go? Because he's going to eat up so many yards on the ground. If you're a Jonathan Taylor owner, you should be a little scared. If the Colts take Anthony Richardson, Jonathan Taylor's not rushing for as many yards as he normally would. If the Colts take Young or Stroud, I think they're, they're handing the ball to Taylor a lot more. Yeah. I don't see the Colts as an Anthony Richardson rushing quarterback type offense. Because they partially because they built it around a different kind of quarterback already. Yeah. And I wonder if that influences their pick. But still, I'm a little nervous. I think they're the reason the Panthers traded up is because they knew Stroud. They wanted him to be the next franchise, you know, Andrew yeah. Luck, Pete Manning Cornerstone. Right. So they Which they, makes you even more nervous if you're a Jonathan Taylor owner. Yeah. Not that you should ever really be nervous as a Jonathan Taylor owner. I'm sure he'll find a way I to think they wanted Stroud. yards on the ground. But. Yeah, I think they wanted Stroud, and I think the Panthers knew that, and that's why they had to make the move. But, yeah, you you got to talk about this this Panthers trade. I mean. Yeah, it's big. Yeah. I, it, it makes the Bears a contender for years in the NFC going forward. Yeah. A little, a little bit scary, too, because they had a pretty good roster to begin with. and They've been signing everybody <sighs> in free agency on the defensive side of the ball, offensive line, backups, depth, stars, DJ Moore. Like, you know, they're, yeah. they're, they're, they're doing really well. So Yeah, DJ Moore to the Bears. It's an odd group of pass catchers, DJ Moore, Chase Claypool, think? and so Darnell do you worry, Moody. you worry about DJ Moore? Do you think no, they find a way to throw the ball more? At least you know here that I mean, Fields, had a good season two years ago. Field, yeah, Fields and Moore are – they, they have at least like a two-year window to do it. So it's not like he's with these rotating quarterbacks. Even if Justin Fields isn't the best passer in the world, yeah. they're going to be working together, spending time together. They're going to be working together regularly. They're going to be growing together under the same coaches. So, yeah, maybe you're not a crazy Justin Fields fan, but you got to think DJ Moore and Justin Fields both get a huge bump from this. Not a huge bump for DJ Moore, but a huge bump for Justin Fields. As a passer, yeah. And as a fantasy yeah. player, yeah. too. Interesting. Tony Tony Pollard officially being the guy, also a great move for Tony, for, oh, I guess, for everyone who's not yeah, the, the, the the running back vacancy in Cincinnati that we just talked about, I think would be a good fit for Zeke. If I had to bet, I'd say he's probably going to end up in, in Cincy with Joe Mixon, two veteran guys who know how to get the job done with that new tackle. Yeah. Look out if that happens. Will has Tony Pollard, too, which is annoying because I think Tony Pollard without Zeke is dangerous. all of a sudden dangerous. But also, it's dangerous for him. Yeah. More likely he could get hurt. Yeah, yeah. Well, true. The other end true. of the, the Panthers, <clears throat> you got to think Miles Sanders is at least held on to a lot of his value. Yeah, yeah, you think he'll probably be the guy there. Um, With... Him and David Montgomery, you can say what you want about their skills or if they're your favorite player or if you like them as a running back or not. The fact is they've really solidified themselves as having value for the next three years with those contracts in those offenses behind good O-lines. 
Yeah. God, Montgomery of the Lions. There's another one. Yeah, those two players to me jump out as running backs that did well in free agency for their dynasty value. Rashad Penny? Oh. Coming to the birds? Yeah. Or do you think do you think this is a sign that the Eagles are going to take somebody in the draft? <sighs> I think they Gainwell, there's so Penny many Scott. running backs. There's so many running backs in this draft. If a guy that you know they've been scouting them, if a guy they like falls, I think so. But I don't think they use the high draft capital on the Gibbs yeah. or the Bijan. I, I think if there's a trade down, yeah. it's more likely they grab somebody if they can get into rounds four or five. Yeah. Um I wouldn't be shocked if they took a sixth, seventh round running back. I just, I agree with that. You know. I think a late round running back is very likely. Yeah. Um Cowboys it's, also got Cooks, Brandon Cooks. Yeah, yeah, they also got, God, they did a lot. Stephon Gilmore, too. I mean, we'll see. We'll see with the Cowboys. I know you're a little, uh, I know you're a little bit salty about the tight end move of uh, Jonu Smith over the <laughs> Falcons after that trade to trade with me. Well, for Pitts, you got to hope that freeze, sure. freeze Kyle Pitts up to run more routes while Jonu takes care of a lot of the blocking duties. I didn't think of Jonu as this elite blocking tight end. I thought of him as a red zone threat as well. So, I don't like the player match, but you got to think the theory or the move is to free Kyle Pitts, which is what I would love to happen. So, yeah, yeah. I'm jumping around the AFC South here a little bit because then you got, we talked about the Panthers running back room, but speaking of tight ends, the Panthers also signed Hayden Hurts. And speaking of pass catchers, while they got rid of more, they brought in DJ Chark and Adam Thielen. Yeah. Interesting changes to the offense, some veteran guys to, uh, I think Adam Thielen's a good receiver for a rookie quarterback to have. Oh, around, he's great. Just yeah. being a possession guy, knowledgeable veteran, goes about his business the right way. I don't know how much it does for fantasy, but I think it's not a bad little offense for somebody to step in at, into as the number one pick. They signed some O-line help, too. Um, yeah. I'm a little salty about being a Terrace Marshall owner, uh, somebody who... It's not looking good for drafted for Terrence. Him. No, it's not, it's not at all. Good and LaVisca right. Chenault, so... Mm, Hold yeah. it. There's some roster cloggers big time right You're now. You're holding out a little hope for LaVisca. I think Terrace more than LaVisca. I don't know. They're, they're, LaVisca's a <laughs> high character guy. They're equally disappointing. Yeah, 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 yeah. They're equally disappointing. Oh, exactly. man. Continuing, we can move on. <laughs> continuing in the NFC South, um, Jamal Williams to the Saints. Pretty good. That one, I think if you're a Jamal Williams owner, that's great news for you, I think. Because I think Alvin Kamara, man, he's facing potential suspension. It's not bad news. It's definitely not bad news. It's, it's a good offense for running backs, too. So, um, Interesting uh, to see what will happen in Tampa Bay if Rashad White becomes that, that dude or if somebody else comes in. Yeah. Um, a lot of dump-offs in that offense, maybe. Yeah, and I, you know, my, my my main man, playoff Lenny. Listen, he was released, but Philly, he still got he still got some legs on him. Twenty eight, you know, my main <laughs> man, my main man, Lenny Fournette. He was just a throw in in a trade a couple of years ago because it looked like it was sort of done for him, and he's just been nothing but a bonus ever since. Yeah, whatever happens, happens. Right? He, if he can get himself together, you know, he can do it. So. I don't know what, what it'd be interesting. He's one of those guys that's still out there. There's also a couple guys that are still out there, which is an interesting um, 
discussion to have as to where these guys are going to potentially land. Um, because not only, not only can the draft threaten my perfect Bears running back room, but possibly the remaining free agents could be a threat. Trip, do you you got anything for me? I don't. I don't worry that the Bears are going to sign another free agent. They already Good. signed Travis Good. Homer, and they like signed that. they signed Dante Foreman, and they have Khalil Herbert. So they have three. Veterans. Why even draft a guy? I wouldn't call it stack, but they're players and <laughs> they're there, so uh, they definitely, cost money. Definitely done, done with the RB room in Chicago. Maybe draft, but free agents. I'm not. Stop. I don't. Th- I don't think. I don't think so. <laughs> I wouldn't try to speak it into fruition. Yeah. Um, just in general, are there any free agents we should be talking about though that are still out there? Um, I know we got OBJ, right? Yes. There's, you gotta wonder what he comes back to do, fantasy wise. <clears throat> well, it depends where he goes. Obviously, that should go without saying. But how many other playmakers are on his team? I think is the biggest thing. I think he can still do it. It's just how much does the team lean on him when he does come back? Right. So right. It, there's rumblings of him still going to the Jets, which I. I mean, if he's the wide receiver two under Aaron Rodgers, that should be pretty good. Yeah, you know? <laughs> God goes back. To I know New they York. have a lot of players over there. Stars but. opposite Garrett Wilson, Elijah Moore to the Browns. That's speaking of free agency yeah. trade moves and the as NFL a, carousel spinning around. That's that's another one. Yeah, as a David Bell owner, I was disappointed in that. Disappointed in his season. I thought he was going to do a little more, but I'm still keeping it on my taxi for now. Yeah. Yeah, we're going to do an episode soon about taxi strategy. I'm excited about I'm, that uh, one. I'm interested to see how Jerome Ford does if he gets a, an opportunity in Cleveland behind Nick Chubb. Absolutely. They 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 take Chubb off the field a lot. Yeah. Yeah. Somehow he still manages to be an absolute beast. But, yeah. <laughs> um, I'm hoping some guys come into their own this season, too. Like, if Javante Williams can come back strong, that'd be great. But the way Cam Akers looked at the end of last season... There's a little, there's a changing of the guard coming at running back. And I think some of these guys are going to start to fade soon. I th- you see Zeke getting released, not yeah. having a team right now. Leonard Fournette not having a team right now. Yeah. Guys are going to step up in the place of them. You do see some guys slowing down. Other guys you don't see slowing down. We did an episode a while back about Christian McCaffrey and the turning point of Christian McCaffrey where I decided. I have to keep him. I can't, I can't take the haul for him. And that's looking like a great decision. Um, but there are guys that, you know, I'm like, I traded away Derrick Henry before last year for, you know, first round pick, some other stuff. Be interested to see this year. How, how does Derrick Henry look? Does he finish as a top 10 running back? Does he stay healthy the whole year? I think he'll be top 10. I don't know that he'll be one or two all the time like he used to be, but I think he'll still manage to be in the top 10, definitely. Yeah, especially if they improve the O-line. They were bad. They they look like they might be tearing that team down a little bit. So, yeah. Will it be yeah. for the Titans that he's a top 10? Right. right. That, that's the <laughs> other thing. He's, you know, potentially on the block. This is a guy you could see get moved I in could, the next couple of months. I could see that happening, yeah. He's probably in win-now mode himself, too. God, he would look good as an eagle. Let's put him, <laughs> let's put him in there. <laughs> they, need, they need a lot. The Titans need a lot. Yeah, they do. 
They do. Anthony Richardson, dark horse team. I I could I could see it. They've they've traded away some players. I don't know if they have enough to do it and the uh, you know the courage to do it, but that would make a lot of sense to me. Recently, there were rumors about Jerry Judy getting moved, and then it was like a couple hours ago, Sean Payton came out and said we're not trading them. Yeah, they didn't get what they wanted for Sutton or Judy, so <laughs> <laughs> they're holding on. Oh man, I might have to drop KJ Hamler. Speaking you of know the, how that feels, huh? What do you mean? <laughs> you and I know how that feels. Not oh. getting what you want for Sutton and Judy. <laughs> mm. uh, we'll see. I think I think bright futures ahead for those players. I think it's going to be a really interesting rest of the off season because so many quarterbacks in this draft. You're going to have rumors galore right now. You got rumors right now that. Um, Zeke might go to the Eagles if they don't draft the running back. I like the um, Bengals. The Bengals are definitely saying that they want to bring in somebody um, <clears throat> to partner or at least pair with Mixon. Yeah, I I would so, I would look to whoever that ends up being as somebody I'm targeting. Good situation yeah, there. Yeah, definitely. Especially because we can we can move in on Will's running back room. <laughs> then it's even better. <laughs> Darren Waller gained a lot of value to me to have a team go out and trade for him at this stage in his career and have him probably be the best playmaker, pass catcher on that roster. I think that's that's huge for him. So is it are we gonna see the return of Waller? I hate it. I had Daniel Bellinger. It ruined my plans a little bit. I didn't have him as my tight end one, but I was relying on him as my tight end two, three. But now he's definitely going on that taxi squad after that move. Interesting, yeah. Yep. Uh, DeAndre Hopkins on the trade block, I hear, as well. <laughs> so another guy that would look great in, in Midnight Green. Or next season it might be Kelly Green again, which should attract even more free agents. Not that we have the money. Absolutely. But I might be keeping an eye on where D-Hop ends <clears throat> up, too. Yeah. Um, Your boy Olave, I think, is a little bump. I'm hearing the bump. Bills. The Bills for D-Hop? Yeah, I'm hearing the Bills. Are, but, yeah, I think Olave definitely gets a bump. Yeah. I'm worried about them taking a wide receiver again, too, because I think That'd be they're, fine. they're... They need it. Yeah, I think... I, I, I don't think it would hurt Olave too much, especially no. it depends what kind of receiver they take, but, you know, like a Rashi Rice or something might for the Saints as like an outside guy. Yeah. Um if those you, two would go well together. I yeah. think I I think uh if you look at Derek Carr, I think that passing game's a come up. Yeah. <laughs> yeah for sure. <laughs> for for Olave in particular. Because if you look at Derek Carr and Andy Dalton, their stats aren't that different in terms of the numbers they produce, but how they do it is very different and um Derek Carr definitely is more of a deep ball passer. And that's Olave's specialist, his air yards, his yards per target, you know, his deep ball ability. So, well, I don't know that the Saints get that much better. Olave, in particular, I think, gains some value. Love that. I love that analysis. I thought it was the opposite just because I don't see Derek Carr in my head on based on my time watching him. I don't see him as, like, a deep ball guy. But He chucks it. I love that the stats show that. That gives me even more hope. Yeah. Well... This has been a rapid fire free agency frenzy bonanza fest <laughs> of happenings in the NFL. We've just been cruising through all of the 
of randomness that has occurred in the last couple of months and or that may or may not will occur, as they say, in the months to come. I think that as a dynasty owner, what you need to be thinking about right now is where is your, you need to do a SWOT analysis, you know, strengths, weakness, opportunities, (laughs) threats, all right? Like you really need to think about, you know, which of my running back rooms here have been ravaged, which of them can I solidify? Where is there an opportunity to strike from a needs perspective? What areas in this draft do I want to be drafting in? And can I make a move to get into a position where I'm going to be choosing from a couple of guys that I like based on what expert rankings, mock drafts, et cetera, are telling me? And how do I get to that spot by either trading down or trading up? I got to tell you, after those first three picks for me in this draft, just for some reason, I just don't feel like it's at wide receiver, especially as strong as the last two. Uh, part of the reason that I traded for pick five for Chris Olave. And I think that ultimately, if you are looking at running back, if you're not going to get one of the top two, you're sort of choosing between a lot in a in a third tier there. And to me, that makes me kind of understand why Danny wanted to make a trade with you from two. See, I don't know if I would have done it from two because I think two's one of those dudes. But if I was sitting at three, four, and I could trade back and recoup a couple of second round picks. Yeah, that would be good. And a first or something like that, like in the future, I might, I might do that. So that's that's how we bring this thing full circle <laughs> We are, uh, as always, grateful for the listeners. And we will ride off into the sunset, into another dynasty season, into another NFL draft season. We're exactly a month away. A month and a day. A lot of film to watch between now and then, folks. Enjoy.